this time of year is always kind of melancholy for me. My son is going back to school. It used to be the day after Labor Day. That's when he would go back to school. For some reason, the schools have changed, and he's going back on August 28th. Now, what I liked about him going back to school after Labor Day was I would, you know, the best movies would always come out, and I would take him to see a movie, and that was our tradition. And his dad was working, and, you know, I didn't have my job at the radio station anymore, so my full-time job was taking care of my son and my family. So I would take my son to the movies every Monday before, you know, school would start, and that was our tradition. Well, in 2016, his dad happened to be off. And we decided to make it a family event. And that's what we were going to start doing. Let's make it a family event. And we'll start going to the movies right before school starts. And that'll be our new tradition. Well, I'm glad that my husband decided to partake in this event this particular year. Because you see, as we sat down in the theater... In the very back row, my favorite place to sit, looking at the screen, our son sitting between us. I looked, I remember I smiled at my husband. I had my arm around my son. And I looked towards the screen, getting ready to see all the dinosaurs coming out and about. And then the next thing I remember was waking up in the hospital with no idea why I was there. Lo and behold, I had had a seizure. My very first seizure, as a matter of fact, and really my one and only seizure that was the kind that stopped the movies. I feel so badly because I'll never know if those people got their money back. I feel horrible creating a scene, but evidently it was a pretty bad scene because somebody like, uh, you know, when my husband realized what was happening, they, I guess, turned on the lights in the theater and um, apparently I was, oh gosh, I just thought about it now. I was like on the floor of the movie theater. Ooh, and you know how sticky that gets? Oh, now gross. I never thought about that till now because I've never told this story before. Ooh, okay. So evidently I was going in a full-blown seizure and some uh, mother was kind enough to grab my son and take him away while my husband was doing everything because I guess I was shaking and doing all the things that you do with a seizure. And I don't know if they restarted the movie or what. And I, I hope the people got their money back. I do feel horrible because that was Labor Day weekend. That was a big money maker for them. And well, I caused the scene. I've never been able to finish watching that movie. It came out and we could watch it at home. And I don't know. I still just, I can't get through that movie because I just had this seizure. Now, the thing is, 
They couldn't figure out why I had that seizure. Never had another seizure since. That was my one and only seizure. They put these things on my head and sent me home for days, you know, tracking so they could figure out what my my brain was doing. And there was no rhyme or reason. It was idiopathic. Of course, they didn't stop shy of blaming me. Uh, they said it was because I mixed medications. It was because I was taking medications. I had pain medication. It was because I took pain medication as to why I had seizures. Isn't that the way it always is? We get gaslit. I was in the hospital last year and my muscle spasms and the reason I couldn't hold my head up and the reason why I couldn't breathe and all of that was because I took too much pain medication and that I over-medicated. That was their answer. That's what happens when the doctors can't seem to find any rhyme or reason as to why you have this little incident occur. Well, it must be because you did it to yourself. You took too much medication. You OD'd. That's your problem. You took too much medication. Well, no, sadly, there was no reason ever attached to it except idiopathic, just like my peripheral neuropathy, my small fiber neuropathy, idiopathic. Everything I've had has been idiopathic. This was before I had my diagnosis. This was before I was given HEDS as the reason for all of these issues. But this time of year always takes me back to when I had that seizure because I lost my license for a while. I couldn't drive. Legally, you have to wait six months and then you have to go so long with, you know, out of seizure. And I, you know, never had another seizure but I have to get checked for my license in the state of Virginia every year. Uh, you know, I have to go to the doctor and he has to say, nope, she hadn't had a seizure and she's not on anything. So there you go. And then the DMV decides if I get to keep my license or not, all from that one seizure. So forever, I have to be tested annually and reminded of it not just from the DMV, but mentally every year when my son goes back to school. So up until that seizure, I had been, you know, in bed for weeks at a time and things like that, had problems with walking, had mobility aids and things like that. But I could always do something with my son for the summer taking them to the go-karts place, taking them to Bush Gardens, something like that. But this year, not so much. Don't really get the opportunity to do much of anything. Now he's older and, you know, I can barely to tell you, you know, what I'm going to be able to do from one day to the next. It's very frustrating. I don't have the the energy or the wherewithal to be able to walk around and take him to Bush Gardens and take him to the pool and things like that. And he's also at 15 more interested probably in hanging out with the girls 
than he is his old mom. So today I got up. It was a better day than yesterday. I was able to get up. I stayed in the bed and watched a little bit of TV with my husband. And then we got up. He fixed breakfast. I've started a load of laundry. I just sat and enjoyed being with my son, you know, watching television. We didn't do too much. I made sure everything's ready for him for school tomorrow, his backpack and and all of that. And so I'm real excited I was able to do that. And right now I'm having problems with my neck. I'm starting to have problems using my jaw. It's like I'm going through spasms and my body's tightening up and I haven't, you know, done any paperwork or anything. It was just kind of a lazy day with my husband and my son. And it's kind of hard to have those when you're stuck in bed all the time. You feel like you always have a lazy day. And when my husband's not here, I figure that's my time. You know, I want to do my paperwork and things like that. But today, my husband was home all day. My son was home all day. So I didn't do any paperwork. I haven't really done much of anything. My body won't let me do much. I've had to put on my neck collar because I can't seem to... keep my neck up and the rest of my body. I was able to take a shower. I was happy about that. I guess I'm a little nervous, actually. I'm a little nervous because school starts tomorrow and I need to be able to take my son to school and pick him up. I've got doctor's appointments this week coming up. I need to be able to make those. I'm kind of excited because we've got a schedule again, you know, where we have to be up by a certain time and and go somewhere. But I'm also really afraid because what happens on those days where I can't get up? I guess I can't think like that. I can't allow myself to think like that. I've got to stay positive. I've got to keep thinking, move forward. Um, Things are going to be getting better. I've got to be able to get up and get my son to school and come home and, and, and work on trying to be able to stay up longer. I need to look at these corrective exercises again. I need to catch up on the interviews that I wasn't able to do. But I kind of just feel, I kind of feel lost. It's like I don't have, I, I don't trust myself. I don't, I'm afraid. I, I don't trust my body. And it's like, what am I going to do? I'm so excited that. You know, I'm on a schedule because I was thinking maybe I was going down because I didn't have a schedule. But then there are days where I was like, there's no way in the world I could have adhered to a schedule. So I'm kind of in disarray. 
I'm a little concerned, you know. I don't know if my body's kind of feeling melancholy because of, you know, this was close to the anniversary when I had my first and only seizure or I'm sad because my son's starting school and I'm going to pretty much be home by myself during the day. I feel like I need to be doing something, something to my body to where I can be up longer. It was like when I was doing those corrective exercises, which I've been afraid to do because the last ones popped my pelvis out. And I just now I'm starting to get my wits about me from that last incident. And that was close to a month ago. So I kind of feel lost. But that's why I'm grateful I have the podcast and I have you to come back and visit with daily. Because that's what I have to consider my medication. I feel like I have a purpose. And it's a struggle, and I'm 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 really I'm afraid of not being able to follow through. But I've got to. There there is no there is no room for failure. Not at this point. I have to be able to get my son to school, and I have to be able to pick him up, and I have to figure out what to do with my body. That's why I'm excited that I'm going to go see this new postural uh, therapist. She actually graduated from the Postural Restoration Institute, and she actually understands hypermobility. And so I've just got a couple of days before that appointment, and I feel like that's going to get me grounded because that's what it is. Right now, I just feel at a loss. I'm recovering from the last PT and their exercises because for the past two years, I've been working on my fascia and every PT that I have gone to see has ended with me being injured and being put back weeks, if not months. So... I'm recovering from the latest one, and I'm hoping that this next one is going to be the end-all, be-all. That's what I'm hoping. That's I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. So I need to change my attitude. I've got interviews coming up. I want to be able to, to honor those commitments that I made. I'm going to rest during the day when my son is not here, I'm going to do my paperwork, make my phone calls, try to fight the brain fog, and then hope that this next therapist that I see is going to properly direct me to where I can feel like I can stand better. Because right now, when I stand up, 
I'm not stable. I can tell that the right muscles aren't working because I can feel like certain parts of my body start to hurt that shouldn't be hurting. And I guess that last therapist that I was dealing with, although I loved her dearly, when I did the pelvic bridges and it knocked me out, because it set me so far back again, I've been afraid to do anything. And I know that the breathing exercises were helping me quite a bit. And I need to just get back in and start doing those. Because something has to help me get longevity up during the day. Something has to make it to where I can feel like I'm a productive member of society. I just can't handle accepting that living this way is the way it's going to be for the rest of my life. I just can't accept that I have to be bedridden as much as I'm bedridden. I get up and I make my appointments and then I'm trying to do things around the house and it's like my body is fighting me every inch of the way. So today I'm just a little a little nervous because I've got to be committed to a schedule. I might need to be committed. <laughs> that might be the thing that needs to happen. I'm bummed out because it's like the anniversary of of when a tradition that I started with my son that I was able to do for, you know, four years stopped because once those seizures kicked in, my body just started going downhill and all of the fun things that I used to take my son and do I couldn't physically do anymore and now he's at the age where he doesn't want to be with dear old mom at Bush Gardens and I get it but that's one reason why I share because I don't want another young mother I'm not a young mother I'm an old mother but I want to be able to hopefully help another mother so she doesn't lose those years with her son. I think that's what kind of bums me out is that I lost a lot of traditions with my son because of this illness. But now I've got to shake it off, get a better attitude, dadgummit, and realize that I am going to fix my body the best that I can, and I am going to have better days than I've had for the past few days. I am going to find the right therapist, and tomorrow is going to be just fine. That's the way I'm going to have to think about it. 
And I know it's hard when you have this illness to do that, but that's what I've got to do. I've just got to shake off being nervous and just know that I'll be able to pull through and know that I'm hopefully going to be with the right therapist this time and I won't be pulling any body parts out. No subluxations allowed here. Not, not today, not tomorrow. I'm turning over a new leaf. No more subluxations. I'm not going to do anything that my body will not easily do. No more pelvic bridges, no twisting. And now I've been through enough therapists that I know what I can and cannot do. So I thank you for sharing your time with me today. Christy Lynn Anchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.